Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode two. Your purpose is not uncertain you are. And I also went on to go ahead and say, don't let the human in you talk you out of the soul in you. And it was actually my most viewed article of all time on Substack recently, mattgosman.substack.com, if you want to check that out. And uh, I'm reading part of it. You know, I, I want to talk about purpose as episode two coming off of the intro, because if the niche is you, and if you are wanting to move within what is most applicable to your soul, to what feels right, let's talk about purpose, right? And the reason why I said don't let the human in you talk about the soul in you is because there's a this inevitable balance between battling who I might have made myself out to be from an external world and what I know I am internally. So I'm going to read part of what I have on the Substack, and then I'm going to get into the eight observations that I had of myself and, and relate my own experiences to you and see if they can you know, provide a little bit of context and, and help for you in the process of you understanding your purpose. So I said, deep down inside, you actually know who you are and what you wanna do. How you get to that level of understanding is a different subject. So let's dive into that a little bit. You come here with purpose and you know it. God knows it, our soul guides it, our intuition keeps turning us uh, onto it. And ultimately it's something we never stop questioning until we are living it. Right. That's why we're always in that mode of something feels missing or I can't quite explain it, but this is where it's a feeling. It's a feeling. And then when we try to talk about it with people, it's often, you know, unless it's somebody who's already been working on their purpose, it's often misunderstood. Right. So I reflected very heavily on this over the past year and a half, and I put my own self under consistent and curious observation. Why is it? that we inevitably know exactly what we want to do, ought to be doing, and feel so immensely called to do, but we also grapple with the humanness-like aspect of managing our physical world decisions, which counter our intuitive knowing. Why do we grapple with the humanness-like aspect? The key word, because we're human. We can make things harder than they need to be simply because the thought of letting go of control we have in a physical world for the lack of control we have in the spiritual or in our internal knowing or with God, right? I say that is it's letting go and letting God and our soul and our purpose guide us instead of the external making us make sense of who we are. We use an external world often to make sense of things. And the issue there is that it may be out of alignment from what we just know we ought to do. And I said that there's no data to derive from other than walking in faith, producing from our purpose and our purpose providing for ourselves and others. We, I think, create that I know we create this idea of safety. I'm following these things because I can get a predictable outcome of from the external world and what that will produce and that will create safety. The issue with safety is that it's an illusion because at any point in time, it can be taken from you, right? Safety has to come from an internal place. And so I said, the real question is, can you abandon what is safe for what is certain, especially when it feels uncertain, knowing you'll have to trust your gifts and path without knowing the how, right? Safety is an illusion. 
because anything and everything can change in any given moment. That's why you see people like entrepreneurs or people who are just like going for it in their dreams, athletes or wh whoever that's just going for it. They have to adapt to change so quickly because it's constantly flying in their face, right? So here's eight observations that I thought might be very helpful that I'd like to share. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll relate it to you from what I've experienced or what I've, you know, gathered from my own, you know, last year and a half of natural curiosity. So number one, you're not uncertain, but you might need practice. Practice listening to yourself, practice taking the right steps, even practice taking a wrong step or two to observe how you feel in any given moment. What do I mean by that? Well, I am, for me personally, I'll ask a question to myself, my soul, or to God. And instantly, like that, the answer comes in. Instantly. Sometimes I'm not ready to listen. Or I, I know it and I feel it, but I'm needing to grapple with that information. And so what I find is that it puts me in a place of, okay, maybe if I take a step in the opposite direction, but be self-aware, I can practice. Meaning, I know that this is in alignment with what I just felt, but I let me take a step, let me be self-aware, and let me see how that feels in real time. Now, you can do this. You can take a step. You can take two. You can take three. You can take four. It's sometimes how, be careful, sometimes we can detour a little too much. But the good news is you can always, you're always one step back towards God, one step back towards the right direction. But you can take several steps, just be self-aware. How do you feel in relation to what you would, it, what you knew internally, right? So that way you have contrast and it's a great way to provide more trust with yourself, which I'll get into here in a minute. Number two, when you're honest, things move faster for you. They may not always feel good at the moment, but neither does any other form of training. Honesty, I said in episode one, towards the end of episode one, is just wildly amazing uh, characteristic that will give you everything you need. When you are honest with yourself, you are respectful to yourself and you're respectful to others. And you are able to navigate this world much quicker. I'm not saying honesty without boundaries and discernment. I'm just saying honesty from a, this is how I feel and I'm trying to make the most applicable next move. And by constantly staying in that level of honesty, you or the others that you're sharing with are going to help you get there much faster, right? And we often forego honesty, not we or often, but you know, a lot of people because of confrontation or worrying about what somebody else might think when in actuality, we're all here to help each other, right? So number three, when you don't know if you're reading the signs right from God, ask for the billboard. When you need it clear, ask for it. I was having a very... A deep discussion with a loved one about asking for the billboard and we get signs all the time and uh, the more connected we are to ourselves and the more practice we have right number one practice listening uh, we can get those signs and they're enough sometimes they're not enough and sometimes I have to ask for the billboard meaning God you know what I think I'm understanding I'm trying to connect please help uh, can you make it like a little bit bigger for me to see the picture? Can, you know, can they, can the sign be a little bit bigger? Um, I, I want it in my face, <laughs> you know, healthily, not from some disaster or anything like that, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, I want to know a little bit more information. Now I was reading that we want to get to a place where we're not relying on asking for the billboard all the time or even asking for the signs. We have to learn to trust ourselves. But every now and then when we are struggling with that, ask for the billboard. 
and and do it enough times and have enough reps, right? Enough practice. After a while, you start to really trust what you hear. Number four, developing trust with ourselves is a marathon, not a sprint. Like any relationship, we have to ask the right questions and receive the right answers, even if they're not the ones we're expecting, especially when they're the ones that we're not expecting. So treat this like a marathon and have grace because trust comes from this practice of the other things that I was telling you about. Whether you take a step in a different direction than what you know to be true, or you aren't really sure about the signs and you need a little bit of extra information. Doing these things creates the relationship with yourself to start trusting more and more and more and more. Trust is a marathon. It doesn't always have to happen overnight. And I think everybody just says, trust yourself. Well, practice trusting yourself. And if you're really in the details of this, uh, what you're feeling and you're thinking and how you're making moves, you start to really have a very strong relationship with yourself that won't seem as scary while you make the moves, right? Okay. Number five, we have to detach from needing anything so we can learn to be. Needing signifies without and can distract our knowing. Being signifies within and moves us further towards what's already waiting for us. I was having a conversation with God last week and we were having an important discussion, which I'll probably share in the future. Uh, and I very distinctly heard, you already know what's coming. You already know what I have planned for you. And I have, I have this very specifically designed for you. How can you receive if you're attached to something that is not in alignment with what is coming? And paraphrasing, that's basically how it was. And it hit me very hard. How can you receive something or someone if you are attached to anything or anyone that is encountered to that, right? Um, and this is in all things and people and careers or whatever in life. When we are attached, we are um, not allowing, we're not in receptivity mode. And detachment is a very rough thing because uh, we get attached because if it's tangible and in front of us and something that we can use as data to say, no, this I know at least is an outcome versus like this I can't see, but I can feel it and it feels right, but I have to trust in it. That requires patience, that requires time, that requires trust, that requires faith, that requires, you know, um, moving in that energy and that requires letting go so being is within and that's how we move towards it so try detaching <laughs> number six allow people into your life who hold you accountable to your purpose they've been assigned a massive responsibility to you let me tell you something do not show resistance to the ones that believe in you period there are people that have come into my life and they see the thirty thousand foot view of me and they will be damned if I don't um, follow through on my purpose. Luckily for them, I plan on doing it and I'm already in it. But they can see things often that we can't when we're too close to ourselves or our own emotions or our own blocks or whatever it is that was going on in our mind or in our body. Others can see very specifically those people you do not send away. You thank them. You stay connected to them if you can you um let them support you you listen to them i listen so heavily to the people who support me 
and know my 30,000 foot view. Now I have a very keen understanding of my 30,000 foot view because I take that time, but hearing it from others is a huge blessing, an absolute blessing. And to show them respect to myself and to them, that keeps me, I, I keep myself accountable. So people that come into your life that see you greater than you see you, you need to keep them and you need to let them support you and you need to listen and you need to respect them by showing up. Number seven, don't let the limits of being a human stop you from the limitlessness your soul can provide. Miracles and the extraordinary exist, but they require you to let go of only what you see. Okay. The human in you creates limits. The soul in you is limitlessness, is limitless, sorry, limitless. The human in you needs tangible world to make sense of things. The soul in you can easily allow anything miraculous to happen, anything extraordinary. But you have to be comfortable not being able to see it. You have to feel into it. You know, your purpose is there for you to claim and be a part and create a journey around and a life around and embed it into the, every fiber of your being. But you can't always see it. So you're going to have to let your soul do the guidance because if you start asking questions like, how do I get there and how is this all going to come together? That's not really your um, job. It isn't. Your job is to move in it and allow and receive. And then, you know, you make discerning decisions along the way. So number eight, spend five days in your purpose, even if it's a vacation from your other life. And the contrast will be so great that the choice will be made for you. You know, I was joking about the vacation part, but really go spend five days with your purpose, doing something that really feels just right or something completely opposite that maybe like your standard job that you might be doing or whatever it might be. Why? When you remove yourself from the environment that you are attached to that may not be in alignment for what you want into something that feels right. When you come back, the contrast is so great, the decision may already be made for you. You see this with people all the time. Like I went on this trip and I did this or I went into the jungle and this happened or I went and volunteered over here and when I got back, I quit my job or whatever it might be. We have to remove ourselves sometimes from the world that we've gotten too comfortable with that isn't in alignment for what we need or want in order to see what we really are capable of. So go spend five vacations, do like a purpose vacation or something like that. And uh, let me know how that goes. So I'm going to leave it at that because we're over obviously in time. I hope this, you guys found this very helpful. You know, again, I try to keep it to 10 minutes. Obviously we're around that 14 minute mark, but I was going on a tear. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. So this was episode two. Your purpose is not uncertain. You are. Don't let the human in you talk you out of the soul in you. And I look forward to doing um, these every day. I'm ramping up still. So, uh, you know, thank you guys for your support. I hope you found this helpful. Please leave a rating and review. And I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. 
Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.